Same thing. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast episode, but I'm here now. Big transition in college, first year. But it took me a while. My first week of school has passed, and we are able to talk about the first two episodes of She-Hulk. So if I'm talking a little quietly, it's because I don't want to like seem weird. <laughs> like The walls are very thin here on my door. But yeah, so I'm going to start off with the first episode. It was, I am enjoying it. I know a lot of like people, and by people I mean like men. <laughs> it's kind of like the whole Captain Marvel thing again, where they're like, oh, why do we need a female-led show? Like, you know, like, and they're just trashing on it, even though it's like very good. So we're just going to start it from the beginning. I took notes. <laughs> So, the first thing I have to say is, they took Moon Knight out of the intro. Like, <laughs> Oscar Isaac, I'm so sorry. So, that's kind of something I saw. Miss Marvel is still on the intro, which is great. And then we go to, Jen is a deputy DA. I don't think they actually mentioned it until the second episode, like, where her job title was when she was fired. But in the first episode, you can, like, see it on, the, like, the window if you were if you can read like backwards um wall breaking it's very great that we can see wall breaking this early because obviously jen is actually the first person in the comics to wall break not deadpool but since we've seen deadpool first you may think that jen is copying deadpool when in fact deadpool's copying her and then if you did not know the origin story of jen was actually supposed to be in the eighth episode or maybe the seventh, you know, like the second to last episode. I don't exactly know how many episodes it's going to be. But the origin story of how she became She-Hulk was supposed to be in the eighth episode and not the first. Which, I, I think the writer, like, wrote it to be in the eighth. And I think it was Kevin Feige who said no, put it in the first episode. Ooh, I just stuck my straw. <laughs> so, then we go on to, we get to see how... Bruce is able to be in human form and he made that little device that was able to keep him in check so I'm glad we got to see that because it was definitely very confusing how when Shang-Chi he was human but then somewhere else he was Bruce Banner so it was all very confusing and okay so here is where it gets a little like confusing like what is Marvel doing they took Moon Knight out of the intro, but then we see an Oscar Isaac, like, if you, if you know Oscar Isaac, you know this picture where he's eating the, the Cheetos with the chopsticks. And so we see that reference in She-Hulk, and it's like, uh, what are you, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you took him out of the intro, but yeah, you're putting him, like, a reference about him. So, you know, whatever. And then... <laughs> Jenna's like the ultimate Captain America fan. She's really over here like I like <laughs> look at it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So she's just like, I wanna know if he loves his Virginia. And Bruce is like, da 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 I'm not gonna say anything about my friend and colleague and Jen's like, I wanna know. And then we see well, she said that Captain America's a virgin and Bruce is like, mm, whatever. And then we see his car ship. 
which I hope they tell that story more. We'll get about we'll get more into it when we hit the second episode. Um, so if you don't know, Jen becomes She-Hulk because she got into a car accident and Bruce, like, don't not donated, did blood transfusion for Jen so that way she could live. But in this, we actually just see the both get into her car accident and then his blood like drips into her cut and that's how she gets as he says a lethal dose of gamma radiation but we'll get more on that later so and then we see the bathroom scene where jen like walks into like that bar and all the women are like oh my gosh are you okay are you okay you do not serve him she they like that was great so she got a whole makeover pig like a big pink fluffy jacket <laughs> And then she gets mad at the guys who are like, catcalling her, and Bruce just comes and knocks her out. Um, and then we go to where they're in Mexico, and we see a Led Zeppelin shirt, and like everything that like <laughs> that was Tony. I wrote like a little sad face with a tear. <laughs> Tony, ah. like like Tony, Tony, <laughs> we all miss him. Why are we all this? But we see a Led Zeppelin shirt, Led Zeppelin shirt, and then we see an original Ultron helmet, which is like the the Iron Man helmet, the blue, and then the like gold faceplate. So we get to see Ultron helmet. I don't know why Bruce has that because it probably reminds him of a lot of bad stuff. But okay. And then Bruce says that Tony built him an island, <laughs> and he would swing by, take it back, but. Something ever happened, Tony. Tony, and that's and like they all had side face with tears, and then, and then we go to Bruce trying to. Oh, it was backwards. We have Bruce like explain to her, and she's like lethal. He's like, uh, well, I mean, I healed my arm. <laughs> the whole exchange of like, heal my arm because I'm better than you. It's basically different in a better way. <laughs> Jen is an amazing character so far. And then we go to Bruce is like, hey, I'm going to train you. Like, here's a binder of multi-year plan. Took like 15 years. And Jen's like, oh, no, thank you. And so then we see the thing that we saw in the trailer with like the saws coming at Jen. And she was like, well, you know, you can just like show me Inside Out. It's a bing bong. <laughs> I haven't watched Inside Out in forever. I think I watched it like in middle school. Now it's forever ago. I remember when Inside Out came out. And it was like this popular movie. And I hadn't seen it until middle school. And then we watched it in class. Like t- I think towards like. No. It, it was a class. And like it was trying to teach us emotions. And we're like okay at least we can watch a movie. <laughs> and then she says anger and fear is a baseline of any woman existing. I- if you know you know. <laughs> I guess. I don't. I mean I don't know. I guess if we know, you know. The saws. Okay, so at one point you can kind of see what name was on the saws when it was coming at Jen. And it looked like it said Stark Industries. I don't know if I'm crazy, but I'm pretty sure I saw it. Like, on the saws when it's coming at her. Like, you can see it. Anyways. He's like, easy girl, easy girl, easy girl. And Jen's like, why are you talking to me like that? Like, I'm a straight horse. And he's like, uh, Jen? And he's just being like confused and jealous. He's like, "Well, I don't, I don't even, 
I don't even need this anymore. I don't need my binder. <laughs> and then he says, bro, which is like, I wouldn't expect Bruce to say that, or Hulk even. I mean, Smurhawk. <laughs> but, and then we get a Natasha mention. Ah! A Natasha mention. Uh, she would sing him a lullaby. And and that's just a minute really sad. Really sad. I miss Natasha and I miss Tony. <clears throat> Anyways, we see him go through ten years of having two selves and we get to really see his like feelings and emotions behind that. Of how, you know, he's evolved, he spent two years as Hulk, like he couldn't get out, you know? And then Jen's like, no, a normal amount of rage. <laughs> oh, the little bed horn. Or the horn. Um, he, I wrote down Bruce wants to be better. Clearly, because clearly he threw a bullet through the atmosphere. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bruce is definitely like jealous. He's like, I had to go through ten, more than ten years of this. And Jen just comes out as like a Hulk engine. The best of both worlds. And I couldn't do that. Him being mad and jealous when Jen is better. We see Tony. Oh, we see that. So we see that Tony and Bro, Bruce built his bar. We see his initials. It's like Tony, Tony, Tony. You see? So it's oh Tony drank, complaining about Steve, even though Steve was very much alive. <laughs> Tony does you know. Have some problems with Steve. Never got fixed, really. I mean, I guess in Endgame it did, but... Yeah, I guess it did, but... <laughs> he was still sour over Civil War. <laughs> so then the spiel with Jen and Bruce, where she says all things a woman has to deal with. I said that it was amazing, just because it was great to see, you know, like... Especially the part where, like, a man has to explain her own area of expertise to her. I think it's just great. So I am going to play the clip. I just like to say this. I was looking for the clip to play, and like everything is just she Marvel She Hulk takes crown for feminist BS, and it the first episode promotes a stupid feminist narrative, and then we have She Hulk is complete garbage. Uh, well, someone reacts to She Hulk going completely woke. She Hulk is a full-on feminist out to smash male patriarchy with her victim mentality and it's completely ridiculous and dot 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 I'm not clicking on the video She-Hulk forget everything you know you <laughs> She-Hulk actress complains about a weird obsession with women's, women's bodies as woke show gets reviewed bomb She-Hulk director and insults MCU actress and creator, creator says female heroes aren't normalized is She-Hulk the worst Marvel TV show the MCU strikes again uh, there was even a video of nine, stay, nine insane anatomical biological facts about She-Hulk. Can She-Hulk get pregnant? I mean, She-Hulk writer makes a huge mistake and the backlash gets worse. She-Hulk, it's a comedy. She-Hulk thinks she has a harder than Bruce Banner. Like, woke She-Hulk star gets slammed for complaining about obsession over Marvel female heroes' bodies. Over She-Hulk? She-Hulk is an abomination. The MCU is dying. Like, She-Hulk is worse than I thought. We need to talk about that scene in She-Hulk. Like, what? I mean, 
She-Hulk goes woke. Show gets roasted over unhinged feminist rant. I don't even get where they're getting like the the feminist stuff. It's because of the one scene where she was like, I control my anger better. Like that's the one I'm talking about. The one, yeah. She's like, I control my anger more than you because I have to go through all of this. And like it's true, especially if you're like in a field dominated by men. And the fact that I mean, this is just. This is terrible. And, like, I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was, like, this bad. That you can't find, like, any scenes of She-Hulk. Because people were saying that they don't like it. Like, oh, like, well, garbage. First review ever. Like, what? Like, it's not even that bad. I literally don't get Was she Disney She-Hulk written by Tumblr feminist? I don't even get how it's a feminist show. <laughs> like, you know, Miss Marvel was bombed somewhat because they were like oh we don't want to see any other religion represented she's now a white person <sighs> and then she hulk just gets review bombed with terrible reviews when it's not even that bad like it's it's not the point of like it being a bad story because it is a good story but it's the fact that <sighs> mostly men do not like she hulk because they think it's feminist trash i don't even see how it's feminist trash like, I, do, I legitimately do not see it. Like, what? I, like, literally, you cannot find any scenes. Like, if you were to go look for a scene for She-Hulk, you cannot find that She-Hulk's premiere episode is feminism-filled garbage causes war among Marvel fans. What? Marvel fans? Like, I, I, I haven't talked about it, but I'm wanting to make an episode about, like, fan accounts and like fan fiction because that's like mostly fan accounts though but like on my fan account you can see like a lot of oh, I don't know I want to play that <laughs> I can you can see a lot of like people's obviously reviews of the show you know because you're all in the same Marvel fan community on like Instagram Twitter Tumblr like Like, and all the people I have seen talk about G-Hulk have said nothing but good things about it. The CGI was fixed. The story is good. There is comedy. Who? Everyone? No. I don't... It really makes me mad. Like, review, rush, sloppy, man-hating... What? <laughs> Where does it say that? Like, they literally gave Bruce his story of, like, his emotions, his feelings of, like, being a Hulk and his, like, evolution. They gave him that. And, like, that is something that we have not been able to see. If you go back into Ragnarok, you see, I mean, Bruce turned back and he's like, I was a Hulk for this long. And I was like, yeah, 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 we gotta go. And then in Infinity War, we see him struggle, but it's never really talked about a him being in space and then coming back down and he's just like I can't jump into the Hulk. It's never really explained. And then in Endgame of course we see him a smart Hulk and it's basically I was able to merge my two selves. Well why? I mean what feelings did you have behind that? You know? How do you feel Bruce? And the fact that we're actually getting Bruce storyline of like his emotions like I said I mean I'm saying this a lot but it's true. His emotions, his feelings of like what he's been through is great. I don't get how they say it's a feminist show. Super woke She-Hulk tweets. Uh, I don't... 
I don't even know. Mark Ruffalo blames fans for bad She-Hulk reviews right before episode 2 release. No. I mean, that is true. Maybe not bad fans, but just fans who even want to give it a shot. Because they say, oh, it's a woman-led show. And I, I saw on Instagram um, something about, oh, like, you know, it's like a, it was like a tweet post about how men were like, oh, like, why do we need another woman-led show? Like, it's basically Captain Marvel 2.0. Can we just go back to see how many movies, like, there were in the MCU, not counting the Disney Plus shows or S.H.I.E.L.D., but, like, you know, in the, like, movies chronological order, how many movies we had to go through just to get Captain Marvel. I'm gonna be real. I don't really like Captain Marvel, but, like, I I don't like it because, for me, oh, that's a helicopter. (laughs) A little helicopter. Anyways, for me, I didn't like Captain. Oh my! No, it's a plane. Oh my gosh! Can you just quiet down, please? Oh no, I don't want that. <laughs> uh, let's, please go away, please. Okay. I don't like Captain Marvel because for me, it's a bad story. A bad story. I think it's like not as bad as some other things. But, like it's not my favorite. I don't like rewatch it. I've only watched it like once, maybe twice, to like prepare myself for Endgame or something. But I, I do not, I, I appreciate Captain Marvel. I mean, we got Captain Marvel. We got our first female movie. Do I think that Natasha should have been the first female movie? Absolutely. But am I glad that we got Captain Marvel? Because it was finally a woman-led superhero movie in the MCU. Yeah. But... And a lot of guys didn't take Captain Marvel seriously because they're like, oh, why do we need Captain Marvel? Why do we need a woman-led movie? It's like, have you, like, like I said, have you seen how many man-led movies there were? Have you seen? We went all the way from Iron Man and, like, past, like, Infinity War. You have to realize that this is after Infinity War where we finally got a woman-led superhero movie. Like, you could say that, oh, the Winter Soldier was, like, somewhat half of a Natasha movie but like the movie was about Steve and Bucky Natasha was just there and so she stole the show I watch it because I love Natasha and it's a good movie but that's the closest we got to having a woman-led movie with the Winter Soldier maybe even like the Iron Man movies with Pepper like you know what I mean but, like, it took us forever to get a Captain Marvel movie. And the fact that people are hating on it when they most of the time haven't really watched it, I'm the victim. In, in no way was she victimized. They weren't trying to make her out to be a victim. They were merely just explaining, like, you know, a woman has to go through all of these things. Like I said, if you're in a male-dominated field, you'll have guys trying to explain. I mean, like your area of expertise to you because they think that you're not as good as them. You also have to control your emotions when, you know, I mean, like you said, you get catcalled. <laughs> I mean, catcalled, I don't know. I mean, I've never been catcalled, Dad. Dad? I've never been catcalled, I promise you. But I mean, you know, that is something that you see on movies and TV shows and even what happens in real life. And you also see women can control their emotions because if not, you're going to 
make somebody angry. Like if someone sends something wrong to you, you just like smile like, yeah, sure. Hmm. Like a fake smile. And I, I just really don't understand it. So I just wanted to share that with you because I cannot find the scene yet. I will find it and I will play you the scene because this is just terrible. Okay, let me find the scene. Hear the waves breaking. Feel the breath, no judgment. Mm. So, so when do you think I can leave Let's just here? focus on each day as they come, Jim. I mean, I legitimately do have a life to get back to. I know I've been pushing you through a lot, but being a superhero is a trial by fire. Bruce, mm. I'm not going to be a superhero. What else are you gonna do as a Hulk? Uh, return to my career that I have spent years building. Use my law degree that I am still paying off a fortune in student loans for. It's not one or the other, Jen. I am trying to show you that we can live between what we want and what is. But we can't pretend like we are two of the few people on Earth that can actually protect her. Which is why we have to make sure of your ability to tolerate distress and regulate your emotions, especially your anger. Well, here's the thing, Bruce. I'm great at controlling my anger. Mm. I do it all the time. When I'm catcalled in the street, when incompetent men explain my own area of expertise to me, I do it pretty much every day because if I don't, I will get called emotional or difficult or might just literally get murdered. So I'm an expert at controlling my anger because I do it infinitely more than you. So all of this just feels like projecting a lot of shit onto me. See? No, I'm doing this. Okay, this is completely new territory. <laughs> you guys have outgrown your binder, cuz. Love you, Bruce, but I'm going home. Yep, so there's a scene. I just really wanted to play the whole thing just to, I mean, have you guys listen to it. Of course, you've already watched it, probably. But... There it was. So, I'm going to move on from ranting because we still have episode one and two to get through. So, then we have Jen and Bruce fighting. We, I wrote Uppica, Hulk Clap. We haven't seen Hulk Clap since, I believe, The Incredible Hulk. I've not watched The Incredible Hulk, but I'm probably going to. So, I know Bruce's story. And, of course, we see Abomination. And then we go to Bruce seems to have some Hulk. I think by that I meant he's Bruce, but he kind of has a like tiny bit of Hulk still in him, where he gets angry, the like roars and everything. And then I wrote the bar Tony because I thought the bar was broken and we no longer have Tony's initials. And then we see Jen's first wall break, which canonically that was. Because when we see her first break in the wall, it was after she had become She-Hulk. So. And then... Okay, I didn't realize this on my first watch, but Tony's initials were still there. I thought, like, it was just, like, Bruce and Jen were writing their initials, but Tony's is still there, so... Oh, good. Um, and then we cut to see Titania. Which, I, I'm super happy that we're seeing Titania because I never thought we would uh, and She-Hulk but we do so then we have her just like you know uh, being a superhero almost and her just like I'm ready to give my closing argument now 
like very just like smugly not really smugly but just like okay i've saved all of you closely guarding me uh and then this post credit scene was amazing <laughs> like she's like did you see that <laughs> And the person's just like, oh my god, please let it end. And she's like, no. So she's just like trying to get it out. And Bruce is like, hey, no, no, Steve is not a virgin. He lost his virginity to a girl in 1943 on the USS, USO tour. And by that, a lot of people were guessing or predicting that he had lost his virginity to the Star-Lord's grandma. Which, if you did not know, whenever he met, like, the blonde girl with the smile, that was actually confirmed by James Gunn to be Starlight's grandma. So, wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? Um, the best thing about it was Captain America! Fuck! And now we go on to the second episode. <laughs> so, it kind of starts out with, like, a bunch of, like, news platforms going over the day in court. Titania is a super-powered influencer. So I hope we get to know more about Titania being an influencer. We have them all yelling, She Hulk, She Hulk, She Hulk. And that one guy, Dennis, I believe. Uh, uh, I did not like when he said it. it was, he was like, A hot chick, I'm going to talk to it. Like, talk to it. It. It's, we are not it's. We are women. We are people just like you. Anyways, when. The, when her boss when her boss like fired him it, I feel like it wasn't completely based on her being She-Hulk uh, that's just kind of the, the feeling I got from it I could be wrong maybe he did just fire because she was She-Hulk but I, I have a feeling that it wasn't just her being She-Hulk it was something more and then we go to we actually get the title card which is attorney at hire I wrote low blow <laughs> And we see her house, and I would just like to see her house is big and amazing. It looks like a great house. I would love to live there. And then her, we see her lock screen, which is Steve, or I should say America's ass. <laughs> dedicated fan. I wrote dedicated fan. The I, I wrote down, like, I have no idea how she got that picture. Like, are people just, like, taking pictures of Steve's, like, back and, like, you know, his spine? Like, I have... No idea. I literally where the picture come from. Like, I'm confused. We go to family dinner. Her dad asks good questions. What does he do with the used arrows? If you watch The Arrow, which, which I just finished like a few days ago and I, <laughs> I cried. I knew Oliver Queen was going to die, but uh, the, the funeral hit hard. The funeral hit hard. <laughs> My baby Felicity. Felicity! Anyways. So if you watch Arrow, you see that he doesn't actually pick up his used arrows. He just, like, shoots them and he makes them. But we don't, like, I guess we gotta learn some of where Hawkeye or Clint got his arrows from in Hawkeye show. Um, but I guess we never see, like, does he just leave them there, like the arrow? Because he doesn't necessarily shoot people. I guess he shoots people, but, like, in Arrow you see, like, they are going into the person and it's... Like, we actually see the arrows hit someone, but I cannot, like, I, I do not know what, like, yeah, do you understand what I'm trying to say? What happens to Hawkeye's arrows? Because you never see them go into someone, probably because it's Marvel and it's family friendly. So, we're just going to, like, her dad asks good questions. Where, what does Clint do with his arrows? With his arrows? 
We have Mr. Holloway from GLKH. Uh, so she gets the job, and he's like, oh, superhero law division. But it's because he said there's an influx of new superhumans. Where do they come from? That's my question. Because, like, in the Netflix shows, obviously, you see Matt Murdock, the Ascendant's eyes, with, like, Luke and Jessica, it was, like, experimentation. So, unless all those new superheroes got experimented on, we don't know where their powers came from. And I really would like to know where did all these people's powers come from. I think that would be good to know. So, Superhuman Law Division, the fact that she's only reason. The fact the only reason she was hired was for She-Hulk doesn't sit right. Uh, yeah. So, her saying that she's qualified by getting the job was only because She-Hulk is just... I cannot believe that, you know, Mr. Holloway did that. Okay. And then when her and... Nancy? <laughs> or Nikki? Nikki. It's Nikki. When her and Nikki are in the office and then the dude walks in, which... If you do not watch the air, it's just some guy named Doug who's like, happy-go-lucky. But when I saw him, I was like, that voice. And I saw his face, I'm like, oh my god, you cannot trick me. You were only wearing a beard. You were not Doug. You are Agent Chase. You have ruined Oliver's life. And, like... <sighs> Chase. Agent Chase. I'm sorry. I cannot... I, 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 <laughs> when I watched it, I legitimately had to, like, pause it. Be like... Adrian Chase. <laughs> I literally had to do that. So I was like, I cannot believe that that guy Adrian Chase. <laughs> like, I keep saying Adrian Chase because he's not Doug to me. He's he's throwing Star Killer. He's Adrian Chase, which is like, let me tell you, that dude is like, he was a good villain. <laughs> he was creepy, scary. Like the fact that he only just wanted Oliver to like. Like, tell him, like, I enjoyed killing people. Like, oh my god, I'm sorry. <sighs> that was something. Yeah, so, it's not Doug, it's Adrian Chase. I literally wrote Doug, or should I say Adrian Chase in all caps. With exclamation marks. <laughs> because it's, I, I'm gonna move on from Adrian Chase. But I just want you to know, Doug is Adrian Chase. I do not trust Doug. I'm sure Doug's a fine person, but I, I cannot trust that man. <laughs> I cannot trust him. I just wrote that I don't really trust Holloway. Because, I don't know, the way he was just like, you can't have the job unless you take on Emil Blonsky's case. I, yeah, I don't trust Holloway or Emil. Not at all. So, oh, I had wrote down. So, in a lot of TV shows, when people call, it's usually just like the home screen or like, yeah, the home screen or like sometimes the black screen and you don't really see it. But I really like how when Jen called Bruce, you can actually see the call screen and see with Bruce, like the call screen as well. I just really like that. I know it's small, but I like it. And Jen's name on Bruce's phone is Fussball, so that's cute. Um, oh, the fact she was worried about Bruce, how Bruce felt, I think was, you know, something really nice of Jen to do. Like, I'm not going to take on the case, Liz, you're okay with it, so... And then the joke of, like, I'm a, a Bruce saying, I'm a completely different person. Literally. And Jen just, like, looking at the camera and laughing. And then going back. Um, oh, and then we see Bruce on a Sakarian ship. I also wrote, how is he getting cell service in space? <laughs> That's not really possible unless he has some cool, amazing phone. I hope that we get to see more of 
what he's doing on the Sakarian ship and where he's going. I don't know how or when they're going to tell that story, but I'm just really hoping that it happens. Then, okay. Yeah, so when Jen had called Holloway and he was like, saw the phone ring, he was like, ah, there you are. I say it just doesn't feel right. Like, is there something off about Holloway and Emil? And maybe Duck. Um, Abomination from Shang-Chi. I wrote Connections Underground Fight Club. So I'm glad we're seeing that. I thought that we could completely forget about it, but the, it really is a good question. Like, how did Abomination get out of prison and then back into prison when most people think that he's always been in prison, but now they know that he hasn't been? So how did that happen? Yeah, so that's basically it. I'm hoping we. I, I like seeing the connections. The ones that I did not write down, but I'm still going to say, is we see a Wolverine reference. I don't know where it was in the show, but I have seen pictures of it, where it's like, man with claws in a bar fight, which is, I think it was metal claws in a bar fight, which is a reference to Wolverine. Mutants. And then we also see, finally, it being somewhat addressed of the giant thing sticking out of the ocean, which is from Eternals. It was a celestial that was trying to be birthed. They stopped it. And then this post-credit scene was just having Jen's family be like, hey, can you help me out? Like, just carrying all those jugs, putting on a TV, lifting a car with just one hand. That was pretty great. <laughs> this was trying to be like, I, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Yeah, so basically the main takeaway for me is I don't have to trust Doug at all. I see you, Adrian Chase. I see you. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast, even if it is long. And it's about to get longer because I'm going to show a clip of Adrian Chase and Oliver Queen because he was an amazing villain. Okay. Especially this scene that I'm going to show you is from one of the best episodes. Capuchin. Yeah. It's Capuchin. Yes. Just Russian. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. You can check me out on most podcast streaming platforms, also on Instagram and Instagram and TikTok at Multiverse of the Force and uh, Twitter at Multiverse Force. You can also check out my website, which is, which is multiverseoftheforce.wordpress.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you later. Goodbye. trying to prove, man. Evelyn betrays you. You kill people for less. I'm not gonna kill her. I won't. Just let her go. <laughs> just let her go. I told you what happened if you didn't kill her. Hey, Listen to me, please. Okay? You have made your point. Confess, Oliver. Tell me a secret. I told you what you want from me! I want you to tell me what you've been too afraid to tell your sister, Felicity, Nigel. Tell me! I don't know. I don't. I'll answer. I'm gonna kill you. Finally, we're getting somewhere. Confess. You killed my father because he was a name on a list. And that's not really true, is it? The list was just an excuse. 
The hood, the disguise, just an excuse. The idea that all this is some heroic crusade is just an excuse. Excuse for what? Huh? Tell me! You tell me, Oliver. You tell me. I know what's going on through your mind, Oliver. You're thinking that you can get yourself free from those chains, slam me to the ground, and snap my neck, just like I did to Evelyn. There it is. There's the look I've been waiting to see. But it's not just about stopping me, is it? No. There's something else in there. Confess, Oliver. You don't kill because you have to, so why? Why do you do it? Because I wanted to. What? I wanted to. I wanted to! And I liked it! <laughs>